our daily Advent reading number four. Today we center around this word light and we read out of John 1. The word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone. And the light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. Our reflection today. The wondrously odd phenomenon of being a parent is witnessing the particular incarnation of each child. Same parents, but every kid comes out differently. And the peculiar paradox of parenting is forming the parts you know and the parts you don't know of each child. You intentionally form in the child manners and responsibilities, social ethics, good taste in music so they don't grow up to become complete turds in society. But then there is a mysterious aspect of parenting, which is to pay attention to how they have uniquely come into the world and help foster their predisposition to its fullest fruition in greater society. People come into the world already made. Sure, we're the culmination of body parts, eyes, ears, noses, enabling sights and sounds and smells and all other sensory experiences, but there is a deeper, unseen part of all of us too. We use words like soul and spirit to describe these unseen parts. It is the essence that's hard to put a finger on, although when you look deep into somebody's eyes, you know it's there. This is the hidden part of the child that you must pay attention to in parenting. And this is the part in ourselves that we must bring to our Advent meditations. The Franciscan friar, Richard Rohr, sums up his spiritual practices like this. The physical world is the doorway to the spiritual world. And the spiritual world is much, much larger than this one. His tradition believes there is a much larger reality, a reality hidden from our senses, a reality where God is easily seen and known, and this larger reality is only accessible through this limited physical one. There's no mountaintop you can take your friends to and say, look, here's God. Well, you point to a giant floating, cross-legged, golden-bearded man who winks at you and says, I knew you were coming. That's not the world we live in. There's no visible evidence of God that way here. But, but if you look through the scriptures, you'll find that physical evidence is not the evidence we are offered for faith to rely on. One of the best examples is when Jesus is teaching his disciples and references the final judgment where apparently these two realities, the seen and unseen, become one reality. He says that the some people gave him food when he was hungry and drink when he was thirsty and a few other interactions as well. And the people say they never saw Jesus hungry or thirsty. And he replies, when you give food to the least of these, you're giving it to me. Kind of mysterious, right? But what Jesus is pointing out is that the action of loving and caring for others and needs opens the portal to this larger reality, the heavenly way, a way in which we connect with God. It is through this physical world that we are invited to connect with the hidden reality of God. I know, I know, we're starting to get very mystical here. We could start talking about heaven and earth, which is our real home. And then I could throw in an Eckert quote and say... If the soul could have known God without the world, the world would have never been created. And then I'll lose some of you with that quote. 
and you'll ponder it the rest of the day, but let's gather back together on this. Who we are is deeper than where we find ourselves in this moment. Who we are is deeper than where we find ourselves in this moment. And Jesus illuminates that deeper identity. John writes that the word, the Christ, gave life to everything and everyone, and that this word's life brought light to everyone. Another way to say it is that there is a giver of this life, and then the giver of this life joins that life, and his life brings light to all life. Don't get lost in the metaphor. Put simply, the function of light is to help us see more clearly. Jesus' life helps us see our own lives more clearly. There are many ways this happens, but for one, his being human affirms our being human. It affirms that we are not supposed to be anywhere else but right now. In this life, in this world, from being born into it and disappearing from it, this is the life we are asked to live. You are supposed to be here right now. For another, he affirms that we, in some mysterious way, are a combination of something seen and unseen. That we came from somewhere and we are going somewhere just like he did. And this physical world is the doorway to that somewhere else. And God is not only present with us there. God is right alongside us here. Our invitation to Advent starts here and now. And thank God. Because being here now feels really complicated and hard and sad at times with a lot of loss and confusion, right? It hasn't been that long since we lost a normal way of life, and some of us are still recovering what we lost. But what gives me hope in this Advent season is the reminder that everything can be taken away except these hidden parts of me. Whether I lose my savings, my house, my title, or my livelihood, what is untakeable is the part of me that Jesus illuminates. The deeper self that was woven into this world but is an anchored in a much larger world. In the gift of my life is a doorway to a much larger reality. And Jesus is the light that shows me the way. So, may you rest in the peace that the darkness can never extinguish the light that has been given to you and lives within you always.